0: It's funny and I, it's like part of my resolutions of things not to say anymore on podcasts and to compare, but Toby was giving me major Ryan Atwood vibes in Ooh. this episode of just how he dealt with Peter, the whole architect situation. You're right. The war, and You're right standing, actually. Like just being like the really good, strong boned guy.
1: We're good. We're starting now with a roll call.
0: Roll call. Megan, Samps, Emily, Elizabeth, Brandon, Cambria, Natalie, Jessica, Blake, Taylor, Kimberly, Tara, Janelle, Kathleen, Evan, Kiana, Scott, Molly, Kate, Christopher, Keely. I know. Brit, Debbie, Stefania, Katie, Kimberly, Angelina, Ashley, William, Lisa, Kirley, Jacqueline, Michael, Jillian, Chloe, Daphne, Tevin, Victoria, Brianna, Shanna, Ryan,
1: Jessica, Teresa, Tish, and.
0: Allison. oh my goodness
1: our lovely lovely patrons and depending on if we edited that there was like some coughs and things in there and michelle and i are both wait for it sick
0: what <clears throat> happy cold everyone it's
1: cold it it's just unreal and i'm so like frustrated i could cry so yeah. i'm not going to talk about it anymore but you know if we uh have some pauses that would be why uh, we wanted to start this episode with thanking our patrons, our wonderful, wonderful Bettys that pledge to us each month, most of them for years, and we wanted to shout them out, give them our thanks. And we just wanted to remind you, if that's something that interests you, joining our Patreon, we have just a great Discord chat. is like the biggest perk that we offer currently. It's like this group chat that goes on and on and on. 24-7. 24-7. We also offer our recording schedule. I don't think we've ever talked about this really. It's just kind of like this unsaid perk that we give to our patrons. So on the top of our Patreon page, uh, pinned is our calendar. This time we did it for the whole year, so in real time we update it. If we take a break, if we you know are recording on a different night, so that is exclusive to our patrons. So if you want to make sure you get your questions in for a specific episode, our entire recording schedule. Is on Patreon.
0: And another perk I know we've mentioned before in other podcasts, I don't know if we've mentioned here, you do get the episodes a day early, sometimes days before, just yeah. depending on when they're out, but always a day before. And so that way you get your content sooner. It's
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Great. And then that way you can formulate those questions and send them whenever you're done listening. That's right. All right. So we are liars, obviously. I mean, Look at us. We are Liars Podcast. It's a Pretty Little Liars Podcast. If you're new, welcome. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we hope you're going to just stay tuned to us discussing this random episode if you're just joining us. But it's season two, episode seven, titled Surface Tension. So this episode aired July 26, 2011, written by Joseph Darty and directed by Norman Buckley. The summary is that Ezra, and this one, guys, by the way, I created myself because the summary had nothing to do with anything in the episode. Uh, Ezra and Jason are invited to a dinner party at the Montgomery's and compete for Arya's attention. Mike is finally caught for his B&E stents, and Toby finds something buried on the properly, property line that shouldn't be there.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: What did you think? I felt a
0: lot of things in this episode. Some confusion.
1: Oh, well, hopefully
0: I can clear some up, yeah, yeah, You will, you will. Like with the Hastings situation and the hockey stick and poor Spencer, Uh, Caleb was looking pretty cute. And I actually wanted the dinner scene to be more awkward.
1: Did you? Yeah, because I know it was a little. We didn't get enough. It was little. Well, let's go into it. The Montgomerys, as I said last week, are throwing a small, seemingly boring party it's supposed to be their friends but really nobody can come except for this one couple that just had a baby and they're like not wanting to leave the baby for more than five minutes so Ezra gets invited by Byron because Byron feels like hey Ezra's new to the campus he doesn't really know anyone this will be a good idea because the other co-worker will be there and they can chat um he tells Ezra, that he can invite a plus one, and tells Arya like you should get used to calling him Mr. You know, not Mister Fitz anymore. You should get used to calling him Ezra because it's not a conflict of interest anymore. Like, let's not like invite this
0: right into her life. I know.
1: Obviously, they know nothing, but I just, thought that was just it's like weird. An, it's
0: an awkward remark to say you got like Ella said it. You have to get used to calling him Ezra.
1: Ezra, why? Right, like she doesn't have to get used to calling him Ezra because... Is he going to be around that much? Right, like he's not going to be Byron's new best friend. So what do we need that for? Yeah, it was weird. Mike wanted to know if we, in the past when we were younger, were invited to hang out at our parents' parties or were we told to leave?
0: My parents hosted their friends every Saturday night growing up. Saturday morning consisted of my dad going to work and my mom and me and my sister going to like the local stores to get a candy tray to pick up cake from the bakery and they had friends over every Saturday night and they would give us dessert but mostly it was like you got to go to the other room Mm. so you didn't
1: have to leave the house. I mean if you were old enough would you have to leave no
0: but I wasn't around when old enough you know like hanging out with friends or in my room but as a kid you know you overhear what's happening you try to like go in the other room and they're like okay go watch
1: a movie or yeah i can't really remember any of my parents having parties at my house so i mean definitely not like they would usually like go out or be like at someone else's house that wasn't normally at my house um but like um, as i got older yeah like i would hang out with them but not like for the entire time
0: yeah and then holiday parties were always a part of yeah They always had Christmas Eve parties.
1: Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that this was like their kind of like debut or like coming out party of them being a couple again. And so they want their kids to be there.
0: It also was weird, too, because it's one other couple. Right. They like obviously didn't either plan
1: it in advance enough or nobody wanted to go.
0: Yeah. For this to be like the big (laughs) deal of like the debut, it didn't feel that way. I I don't know. It was like, this is kind of an underwhelming. It's a dinner. It's a dinner. It's not really a party.
1: Exactly. It's a dinner party. Yeah. And it was just very awkward because it's literally one couple and then Ezra and Jason. So we'll get to Jason. But Ezra and Aria have a brief conversation. She's like, please don't go. It's going to be super awkward. And Ezra's like, on the contrary, I feel like we should show them like us, like the, getting used to them being in the same room and chatting like they were just a normal couple
0: no because i feel like they would just be like oh Arya's is able to hold a conversation they're not going to think anything of it they would just be like right. oh how nice was it that ezra came he's such a nice guy they're not going to be like oh wow you two have such chemistry
1: right right i, I don't know what he was expecting i think right. he just was like anything to hang out with her yeah. yeah or like just anything to push this forward a little bit um and he's like boss i'm not bringing anyone like it won't be awkward for you there i would have loved for him to have brought Jackie to you
0: <laughs> or for uh baron to bring jackie to br-
1: i know she would have stirred the shit
0: it just that's not what this episode not not yet about. not yet yeah yeah
1: and then to stir it up more aria goes to see her mom who is talking to jason because jason now is going to basically help out Some troubled teens like Shadow the guidance counselor, you know, these kids to show them that there's there's life after high school, which I really appreciate, actually. I feel like that's a really good job for him to kind of like get himself. Yeah. He seems to like be wise, even though he. Just was, I guess, when you're a fuck up kid, you grow and he has grown up and he feels like he can give his advice to other kids, and I feel like that's really admirable. And so Ella feels badly and she invites Jason to the dinner and then Aria pulls her aside. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, uh, you know, he's Allie's brother. He's just, he's new at school again and new in town again. And why not? Like, doesn't why, seem like he's so not?
0: bad. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Aria's like, shitting a brick now because she's like, um, <laughs> Jason's going to be there. Yeah. So the dinner party is happening. It's, as I said, extremely awkward and small because... It's just this couple who's chatting up with Byron and Ella, and then Arya, no mic to be found. We'll get to him in a second, but Ezra walks in with flowers, seemingly, I guess, for Ella and a scotch for Byron. The liquor store apparently told him that was Byron's favorite, but Ezra hates it, but he lied and said that was his favorite. <laughs> Yeah. And then moments later, Jason comes in and he also brings flowers, I guess, for Ella, but gives them to Aria, which I was like, oh, that was cute. Uh-huh, I noticed and that. And Ezra clocks it right away.
0: <laughs> Ezra is so tuned in I love to that. her and Jason, and Jason's not tuned in to her and Ezra. At, at all. Oh, because why would he be? She's not, she didn't give off any she vibes didn't. to Ezra. She
1: didn't. But yeah. she gave off, she didn't give off vibes to Jason that, in that way either but i mean how would you feel if this like 20 something guy who seemingly knows aria walks in and you are not official so nobody knows that you guys can that you guys are together and like right yeah Mm -hmm. you know i'd Mm -hmm. be upset Mm -hmm. i would be scared but he really does has no chill on his face whatsoever clearly jealous i mean look at the guy when you compare apple starch it's like yeah, I mean,
0: both. you know, there, as we said
1: last week, which I thought was a great representation, that's Dean and Jess. It's really what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but in like an elevated, ridiculously drama filled way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just then a knock is at the door and Officer Barry, who we've seen a couple of times, he's like the resident cop in town, tells Aria that she needs to get her parents and that Mike was caught breaking and entering another house. So now they arrested him and they have to pick him up at the station. And Ella and Byron are like, shit. So they leave. They pick him up. They both have completely different parenting styles when it comes to him. Like Byron's very firm, very, um, you know, he's kind of mean and, and forward at, at Mike. Like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? And Ella's like, probably not the best way to approach this. Like, there has to be a reason as to why he's doing it. So it's a very weird, silent drive home. But we pan back to the Montgomerys and then the couple has left. They're like, oh no, this is our perfect excuse to get out of here. Go see the baby. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, so Aria, Ezra, and Jason are now stuck in the house. Neither of them were told to go home. So it makes it very obvious to me and the viewers, like they want to stick around, obviously, for Aria. And one is, well,
0: Ezra's waiting, obviously, for Jason. To get out out. so he can, like, be with Arya. I think, doesn't even think of that. He's just like, oh, I'll just be here for support. Right. Like,
1: he's he's always thinking about, he's always also thinking about Arya and how he can help Arya. And so what I thought was interesting is aria says to ezra i don't need help cleaning up just like don't do anything and then when jason tells her you need to sit down she sits down i don't know right away She's, i know and i'm like oh and i think ezra clocks it too and he's for like sure so he asks aria he's like who is he and aria's like that's just ali's brother and he's like waiting for more and she's like that's it
0: <laughs> like he's like i know that but why is he here and it's like oh our moms are friends our moms
1: are friends and like
0: there's history. She, there's there.
1: history. He's got that on you, dude. I'm sorry. He's got that. Yeah. <laughs> and Ezra doesn't like it.
0: I re- I, I don't want to beat the dead horse, right? Because I say it. If he was just a little younger. I know. I would, would really be, be into this. I, know. I would really be into this. Yeah. I might be into it a little bit more than her and Ezra.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely in into it more than her and Ezra. But that's because I'm pretending like I don't know how old he is. Okay. I also just yeah, don't know yeah. how old he is. Uh, again, the dead horse thing because I know, no, no, I know I we know, don't know. I know we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Ari and Jason talk about she can't believe it. Mike told me he would stop, and Jason's like, "Hey, like he probably meant it at the time. He just gets himself wrapped in these things." And then I'm thinking to myself, "Well, you know, if she had this so-called relationship, Ezra would know about Mike breaking into people's houses mm-hmm. because don't you talk about that with your significant other? You would think, but." he doesn't know and then Arya says you know what? you guys need to leave finally and then they're awkwardly i love this scene they're both just like wait you want me to leave and ezra's like oh both of us i'm like ezra make it any more obvious to right. jason but maybe jason's just not catching on and so they both just stand outside the door they all staring at each other like well all right good night it's <laughs> so, so awkward do do? and i almost
0: thought ezra was gonna turn around and be like hey i'm still here but he ends up leaving he leaves he he kind of
1: yeah he was like oh, all right back. yeah so Arya immediately runs upstairs because she's like what has mike been taking from these people she finds the campaign equipment and then omg perfectly she finds the pottery the globe the whatever it is yeah That Jenna made during their pottery class together. And she's like, oh, my God. So when she approaches Mike, she's like, why would you steal from a blind girl? And I'm like, well, it's not like... (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Come on, Aria. Yeah. Uh, You're definitely not the one to be saying that. But, like, she's a blind girl. And he's like, I definitely didn't take that from her. I know exactly whose houses I go to and exactly whose things I take. And then he says... That he went to... It was from Garrett's house, which was, like, the big reveal. Which, I mean, as the audience, we know that they're seeing each other. But this Mm -hmm. confirms for Aria that, like, oh, shit, Garrett and Jenna are mixed somehow. And, like, we can't trust him. Right. Kate mentions, though... What do you think is going on with Mike? And the scene where he says that he was planning on to steal a gun or something like that to get out of town. Like that seems very concerning.
0: Yeah, and we kind of just brushed over that and she didn't even pause. She's more fixated on, oh my God, you stole Jenna's pottery.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that was really, really strange. (sighs) Very upsetting, you know, very just Yes. It's but, eerie and sad, and the fact that the writers are just like, Yeah, we'll just mention that part about a gun, but not go into it any further.
0: How does Arya not question that? Like, did she not hear it? Did she block that out because she is so fixated on like, everything's so. like connecting in her brain? Now. Yeah. Jenna, Garrett, her in pottery class, Jenna knowing it was her in pot. Like, yeah, she's all doing of, all the math. All the math. But the gun thing, do we go back to that, or you don't remember?
1: Mike with a gun? I don't think so.
0: Like, how do you just drop that line in?
1: Because I I <laughs> held on to it. Yeah. And I don't even see, I mean, b- back in the day, I don't even obviously remember them mentioning that. But it did stick out to me this time. And then when Kate said it, I'd be sure to, like, pay attention to it again when I watched. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, they just, like, throw it in there. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And mm-hmm. like Ella said, like, he's obviously doing this for a reason. Like, he's troubled. We don't even talk about why. I mean at least not yet. Yeah,
0: Arya thinks that maybe it's because it's her fault and that he's not getting enough attention from yeah.
1: her and their dad, which valid, but Yeah. I don't know if that's it.
0: Again, we don't see too much and we didn't see too much, but I feel like we should have saw maybe more tension in the household.
1: Right, like them p- them paying attention to Arya more or I mean I guess yeah. they did, but they don't really show they haven't shown Ella and Byron in a while. Like we had a lot of the Hastings so far. And Pam mm-hmm. and Ashley, mm-hmm. and it's really Ella and Byron on the back burner. So I guess that's why they did this episode with them. I guess. Of.
0: I just feel like they made up pretty early. They went to that art show, remember? And they're like in the car together, and they've been on good graces ever since. So it just doesn't seem like. But again, we haven't seen all of it. We have to like be under the assumption that more is going on. Right. That Mike's going through, and we're just not seeing. Right. But then, like, why bring it to the surface of a story for our, for us to watch?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, unless this ties into the A of it, which I guess is just throwing us off a little bit, why why bother?
1: Right, right. Yeah. I also love during this episode, too, how just like Aria is putting the pieces together, Ella is putting the pieces mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, finally, like someone is re- realizing that something is not right here.
0: I loved this. Yeah. So much. And also just the fact that they're so not
1: trusting of the hasting. I know. I know that's like the season two storyline is like, let's make them real shady, you know? So Ella even questions Aria like, are you okay after the fashion show? Like, I can't believe someone would do such a thing. And Aria just kind of brushes it over. But when Ella meets with Ashley later, she's like, what do you chalk this up to? And Ashley at first is like, I don't know, do you think it's just like a bully? And Ella's like, this is not like any bully I've ever dealt with. And then Ashley's like, you're right. Like, this person could have hit Hannah with her car and then the Ian stuff and then this thing and that thing. And so they're like, we feel like we're just getting, everything's getting pushed under the rug because the Hastings have this reputation and they don't want the public to realize like maybe their kids are, you know, not perfect. Yeah. And like that Peter was the one to orchestrate the therapy and separating them and all of that. So they're like they specifically say Peter, because I'm like, oh, we have to like really shed this poor light on him.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? This was so refreshing and so fun to see. Yeah. The two of them getting together. And I love that they even mentioned, have you talked to uh, Pam? No, she went to Texas. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, have you talked to Hastings? And then the look of just like, like ugh. You know. Right. We can't. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, the mothers are tuned in. Yeah. Finally, yes, yes, yes. Like I, love I guess it.
1: maybe they have been this whole time, like, but there hasn't been like it's just everything's been so crazy. Yeah, we're more focused on the girls,
0: not yeah. so much the moms talking about what's going on.
1: Right. All right. Over to the Hastings. We have to talk about them and this whole juicy storyline with Toby. So he's been offered this like construction job on their property. It seems their property is pretty big, and I love they have this like map. And Kate had mentioned, like, why do you think they showed us this map? this
0: was so weird. This is one of the things I was kind of confused about. Like, the
1: blueprints of the Hastings property. So, we see, you know, there's the gate, and then the main house is in there with the barn, and then there's, like, a potential... What were they going to build? They were building a fence, Uh, no? They wanted to build a fence. But they're not building a fence. Something like that. (laughs) Anyway, they get Toby on this project, and he's just basically, like, clearing the brush and... Um, you know, Peter says to him, like, I'm, I'm happy you're doing this. I appreciate your work ethic. And like, I also want you to know that I sorry that I accused you falsely. So progress there. Mm-hmm. Kate had mentioned the map and she felt like, why did we show the audience this map? Because when she was comparing like handwriting, she's like, I don't know if they're trying to throw you off, but like some of the letters look like the A notes, And I'm like, are they trying to make it look like you're confused if Toby is involved? Or something like that. I'm like, I don't know if they were (laughs) going there that, and at least not right now. But I love that thought. Right? And she's like, (gasps) do you think this teen architect story is going anywhere? Well, it's
0: funny. And I, it's like part
1: of my resolutions
0: of things not to say anymore on podcasts and to compare. But Toby was giving me major Ryan Atwood vibes in this episode of just how... He dealt with Peter, the whole architect situation. You're right. The war- and You're right, actually. Up, like, just being, like, the g- really good, strong, boned guy. Uh, and that's, again, I'm trying not to compare other. It's But it's a, compl- it's a compliment. It's, it's a compliment. It's not, Com- like, right. I'm not shitting on one And I'm like, oh, no, like, I'll- Toby's, like,
1: becoming one of my favorites.
0: But it, yeah. I guess it's just showing Toby offers more.
1: Right. He's not who we originally thought he was. Yes, exactly. Which is so nice to see and, you know, makes Peter feel good that Spencer has a good partner and Mm -hmm. that he Mm -hmm. really is moving on with his life. And so he starts the project early and he starts digging into the back part of the property, which is like the property line of the Hastings house and the De Laurentiis house. And so while he's digging, he finds this piece of broken field hockey stick that's painted with white and blue and etched in it is hastings and he's like what the hell and he has no time to process it because then peter comes over this
0: was so random peter just appears you don't hear him he yeah, appears i he's know you would think you would hear all these
1: leaves scratching
0: it's just like a ghost in a suit <laughs> hovering
1: right yeah and so peter's like what is that you got there oh it's nothing let me take it forget it ever happened and toby's like obviously i can't do that right (laughs) like what the hell is this so when spencer and toby see each other later he immediately of course tells her about it and now she's freaked out because she's like i can't believe that like this was buried and also i'm trying to remember now of where the last time i saw this stick was and if she has a flashback of Giving it to Allison so that Allison could like pretend to be into field hockey because we're assuming she's trying to impress Ian because he was the field hockey coach. Because girls play field hockey and boys don't. Right. So she wouldn't be unless unless she was trying to impress a girl because it seemed she might be right, 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 right. <laughs> lean both ways, this, whichever.
0: This flashback was incredibly cringy though. Oh yeah. The, like when Jason comes out and he's like,
1: mom wants called, you. mom
0: wants you and she goes, For what? So, that's even a good. That was me being like a really good actress right there. <laughs> it was like the way she said it was so bad. It was. It felt like we're pretending to be in theater. Oh,
1: it was really. I. <laughs> you had a hard time. With I had it. a hard time with that flashback, and I laughed. <sighs> yeah, I think I was just so like zoomed in on like this hockey stick. Well, sure. Thing sure. that I was didn't even. But I'm sure you're correct. It was bad. Real bad, yeah. But then it's like the the dialogue again is like unnecessary. Jason says, "Allie, where mom's looking for you?" And she's like, "For what?" Right? And he's like, "I don't know. I don't want to be the messenger." Right? Yeah. Like they're so angry with each other for what reason? Like we don't know. And then. He's like, what you got here? And like pretends, but not like not in a nice, funny way, like no. pretends to hit her with it. And then in the second later, she actually tries to hit him with it and he catches the stick in his hand. He's like, oh, next time, like, I, you know, I won't miss or whatever. Yeah. Not good. And then Spencer is like remembering this and she's telling Aria, like, Jason's no good. Like, do you remember this situation? Yeah. And at that point, Arya's is like, oh, well, I had him at my house. Like, he is good. <laughs> he I is good. I, him. I believe in him. <laughs> Uh, but when spencer remembers this she's like i i can't believe my dad just took it and acted so weird and then we have a really quick scene with peter and toby and he sees toby and he's like hey you're not gonna mention this to spencer right and he's like too late like i of course this. like he didn't lie he I didn't mean, say no spencer knows nothing he's just like what man to man nope i didn't lie that's I why told this spencer. gave me
0: like major ryan because Ryan would do the same thing. He I know. stick up, too.
1: Yeah. He's to like, life. what do I have to lose? You're I'm shady. Lying. I'm not lying. So he's like, Does, do we have a problem with that? And Peter's like, well, how about you don't mention I actually asked you not to say something? And Toby's like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Gotta go. Mm-hmm. So then Spencer sees her dad later on burning. He's about to throw it into the fire. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, that could be evidence. Like, we still don't know what the murder weapon is. Like, oh, my God. And he's like, listen, remember when that trophy was also evidence, like making her seem like she's a liar, that she fabricated, she planted this. And she's like, what are you, what are you trying to imply here? And he burns it, not hearing her. We don't really know what's going on in his mind, but do you think he's burning it for ulterior motives or do you think he Spencer is just, he just thought Spencer was up to no good again?
0: Both. I think both of those can be related. Covering for Spencer. And the whole trophy thing. Right.
1: Well, it was Melissa's that she gave to Spencer's. Right. Then Spencer let Allie borrow it. (laughs) Right. So he could be protecting both of his children. Yes.
0: Yes. And the whole trophy moment callback, I forgot about that. Oh,
1: absolutely. Because it didn't, I was like, why are we going there? If we would have made him look fishy, we would have been like, you know, I'm burning it just in case or like, or he yeah. was acting weird. Cause like maybe he knew something, but the, to bring up the trophy and make Spencer look like she's just lying about no. it. Like why would she's like, why would I want Toby to find that? Like, why would I put right. that there? Like right. It doesn't make any sense. Right. So then she goes to C- Toby cause she's upset about the way her dad handled it and the accusations. And he's like, look, nobody thinks that you killed Allie. Nobody thinks you're capable of that. No one thinks you're trying to get attention. Um, but now more than ever she's like i need to figure this shit out mm-hmm. because she's like now it's my name again and my dad thinks this of me so we have in this episode she does talk to garrett because emily originally was talking to him but she has no time for that so he and her have a conversation where she asks about logan reed and he's like no emily kicked him out of town they like basically scared him he goes to college at hollis he's nowhere to be found
0: they're trying to talk to logan to figure out the whole money situation because right. spencer still feels like she can get her money
1: no they're talking to logan be- well i don't why did no, because she they say that
0: up the money with the ten thousand dollars for the ring
1: no ten thousand dollars that ian had taken out of his bank account <gasps> when he was trying to leave town quote
0: how much was the ring two thousand three thousand four thousand
1: when? how much did she get for the ring when she when she gave it to the pawn shop I honestly don't know yeah, she use
0: that okay you know what? yeah so Logan my okay.
1: <laughs> no it's okay no it's, it's so confusing no,
0: cause, okay okay yeah
1: yeah so Logan had literally just picked up a bag full of the cash that night didn't know who hired him so that money that's just so confusing because if it came out of Ian's bank account people know that Then how did Garrett get it to him? garrett and jenna so we think right how did garrett and jenna give him that money that came out of Ian's bank account right <laughs> it's all very confusing and even i don't know yet so but she did mention the ring right she did okay but i don't remember exactly why and it, i just like completely ignored it because i'm like i'm ignoring this ring situation until it comes to the surface again um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, but anyway so logan he's out of town, and we know this because Garrett paid him to leave town. And then he tells her, like, look, Yin was the last thread in this murder investigation. And like basically the case is closed. Don't expect there to be any updates for a while. And then after the hockey stick is found, she goes to Garrett again and she's like, What's the murder weapon? Like, do the cops know what it is? And he's like we personally so he says don't have that information the only person that would have it would be at the carter's office and possibility or like what they think exactly right murdered right. her because they don't know for sure but we can speculate right and at this point she gets a text from aria who's like uh garrett's a no-go <laughs> and spencer's like oh shit uh a bit terrified because she's sitting in the car with him all right and then lastly in oc fashion Again, we have Hannah and Emily having to share a room Mm -hmm. for the writers and making it easier, I'm sure, on everyone. And we finally get to see Hannah's room. I know, which is so cute. Very fitting of her. Yeah. Uh, A pipe has burst in the supposed guest room that this house has, but the girls have to share a room. They're very different in every way, which that makes some friends. You Mm -hmm. know, like Hannah's very loud when she studies and Emily needs quiet. And they argue a bit about how to proceed, but ultimately they figure it out because emily's like i'm gonna go to the library you can study here uh vic asks which roommate are we more like
0: uh
1: probably emily i'd say i'm more like emily too
0: i'm a very conscious person when i have to share a room with someone yeah especially if like
1: you're uh you know a guest in someone's home you don't want to disrespect them or i just be like, yeah, whatever you're doing is fine. Right. I'll go downstairs and study, baby. Right, 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 right. Especially in the beginning. Right. Yeah, they, like, just started living together. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to take some time. Yeah. But Emily, she's a, ha- a great house guest, as we knew she would be. She's very grateful and making the ladies of breakfast exactly how they take it. And she's busy with her own stuff, like swimming. And she also has, like, increased her training, so she's super sore. She's,
0: they keep showing that lotion.
1: Yeah, they keep showing her like, putting on, like, I guess, some, like, lidocaine cream or That's something weird. like that. Yeah, we'll I mean, get we, more into that next week. Oh, do we? <laughs> okay, because we saw... At first I More like, soreness this, will happen next is week. Is this, like,
0: product placement? Because we see the Tresemme shampoo bottles. And oh, yeah. Like, the Costco size are on Hannah's vanity. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Get that sponsorship, you yeah. know? Yeah, and then we just keep seeing... Emily with this lotion and she also brings it to school and puts it in her locker
1: yeah she's like glued to this weird. lotion. yeah she'll be sore again next week mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but a knows that they're staying together because they sent a care package with a note telling them basically they'll keep an eye out so kate sent an email about how she like kind of tried to research what was in the gift basket which i loved and she said that there's a stuffed animal of a pig and a stuffed animal of a lamb, she thinks, and she's assuming the pig is supposed to be Hannah. Right. What do you think the lamb represents in terms of Emily to A? I feel like, like, timid uh-huh. or, like, ba- bashful. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, words to describe, like, a lamb, but... For sacrificial
0: reasons, and it says it's a metaphorical reference to a person or animal sacrifice for the common good.
1: Yeah, I also found that it's a person who is gentle, meek, and innocent.
0: Right. So I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly um, what they think that's Emily totally what is. Emily is, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike adds Would you actually eat any of, the, any of the candy that A had sent you? No. Mm-mm. No. Like, does A think that they're going to eat it? Like, what do they think they're going to do with it? Yeah, no. <laughs> you know? Mm-mm. Uh, the last bit of the episode, we do have a very brief scene of Hannah and Emily witnessing Tom and Ashley hook up because they're kiss- kissing downstairs and then they're like trying to be quiet. Obviously have been drinking. It seems like they're mm-hmm. drunk and uh, she's walking him up to her room. So Britt asks, will Tom call off his wedding?
0: Probably, I guess. Although I could see him not and then disappointing
1: them all over again.
0: Which he seems like he's kind of a pos, so I yeah. think that's what's coming.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> not rooting for him. No, n- neither am I. Actually, needs someone better. Um, Hannah sees Caleb get stiffed at school to one of his clients, and <sighs> he's pissed. And he tells her like forcibly, like, please do not meddle because I handle my own battles. Like she tries to offer him money, and he's like, No, I just I'm good here. This is my job. You need to get used to it. And then we pan out and we see this black car. Just random. Yeah. 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 So, more uh-huh. on that. Yeah. And then later they have this like intimate conversation about Caleb's past about how, like, you know, he used to work in like the circles of these like hustlers and they stole a car and he was involved and he would hack for them. But, you know, he's past that, but like he's not not justifying that that was his past like he he's okay with that being his past but you know he still has a job to do like this is how he makes his money and he's not really ashamed of it
0: yeah and he explains how he knows the difference between criminal and sketchy right
1: and he's like as we said sketchy Tim Briggins so he's sketchy but this what he's doing is sketchy not not criminal. criminal
0: also him and Hannah are very much back on
1: yeah. They hold yeah. hands,
0: they make They're out. They're about to
1: like probably do a little something. And I was very
0: that. here for it and I am excited. <laughs> and also, he shares with her how, this story that he's never shared with anyone before. And then she later tells Emily about, you know, I know I can't tell you. And I love Emily's like, I got enough secrets. She's know. like,
1: whatever. Just <laughs> I don't t- need to know what <laughs> Whatever you is- need to tell me, you need to tell me. Because he's like, yeah, don't tell anyone. And then she immediately tells Emily, but not the details. Not the details. But she needs to tell someone. Right. But Hannah's... But
0: Emily says it's nice that he shared it with you. And Hannah's like, it is really nice that he shared that with
1: right. me. Right. So they... It looks like they're back on. Yeah. Back on. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have our just random last scene of A. Okay. Thank you. This is... i have been waiting for this. Yeah. Explain this to me, Where please. A is filling up syringes with an unknown substance. <laughs> That's really all that it is. We'll get into it more in the future. But that's what the scene is they're injecting a serum injecting filling up syringes with a specific medicine or something do we know what that is like did kate
0: do any investigative no they're
1: like they're very purposely not showing us what it is but we'll find out next week i next week we'll find out okay yeah
0: all right i'm glad that that's what my confusion
1: was yeah. Are you confused on anything else I can help you with? No, no, no. You summed it all <laughs>
0: up. Like I said, the Hastings stuff was a little fuzzy, but I think it's supposed to be. We're not, we we're like in the middle of all together trying to figure out what's going on with Peter and yeah. his relationship with everyone. With, with everyone. <laughs> shit, it seems. Yeah. And yeah. then that end scene of filling up the syringes. I was
1: like, what are, what is this? I know. They Just like the Tory Burch boots this syringe it's just like a random part of them showing what a is doing and this is like as i've teased in the past like we have so many things of this that it's just like you either never have a call back to or the callbacks much later and you forget about it you're like wait what's that about so just all tbd gotta be in it to win it okay (laughs)
0: all right well this this you'll
1: you'll know about next week. Okay. okay. Tory Burch Foods, I can't confirm anything, but next week we will have, well, when we come back from our winter break, we will have that confirmation. Got it. And we're just going to take a short break and we will be right back for your segments.
0: Hey everyone. It's Vic. I just wanted to wish you all a very fun and safe holiday. Keep listening to Liz and Michelle's. We Are Liars, along with all their podcasts. They're amazing. I guarantee you they will make you smile, laugh, and turn your day around. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
1: It's time for a quick break Betty's, but the game is still on and the secrets are piling up. Listen, Michelle, we'll be right back to dive deeper into the tangled web of lies that keeps us all hooked. Hey, I... We have a question about this break. I wish yeah. we could uh, have anonymous A tell us, but the break portion was that supposed to be someone in the show, or is that just supposed to be a male announcer? A, let us know next week. Okay, yeah, so much. We would appreciate that. Thank you. And thanks to Vic for sending us that sweet message. Thank you. And thanks to Anella for her wonderful suggestion. Um, In our private voicemail. She knows what she's talking about. Thank you so much. But you
0: can send us a voicemail if that's something you want to
1: do in the new year. Our number is 631-600-3916. Send us a little message. Or if you're A, send us a little, well, I guess send us a message. AI. (laughs) AI. (laughs) All right. So we're back with the Rosewood Shop. I can't wait to read this week's flavor paired with the episode. Thank you, Michael, for sending it. The flavor is Ben and Jerry's Mint Chocolate Chance. Oh, I know I love mint, mint ice cream loaded with fudge brownies. Mint is associated with freshness, and in this episode, there are a few new and fresh things happening. Even when I read that, I knew I was going to fuck it up, and I still. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. First, we have the new rubies, Emma. Emily- Emily- oh we're so close emily and hannah hopefully this new arrangement stays sweet like fudge brownies toby finds an open broken wow i'm sorry guys toby finds it this doesn't help that my eye is pooling with water Toby finds an old, broken hockey stick, leaving Spencer thinking this is a new lead in Allie's case. Fresh off his promise to his sister, Mike gets caught breaking into another home. It looks like the cops let him go and gave him another chance. Hopefully he doesn't get messed up again. Speaking of giving another chance, Ashley is giving another chance to Tom. This will be a fresh new start in the relationship. Only time will tell. Good
0: one, Michael.
1: Thank you. Woohoo. Um... Have you thought about MVP and shittiest? Oh, yes, I have. Yes, let me grab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did my homework. Okay. MVP? MVP on three. Yeah. Three, three two, two, one, Toby. Toby. Yeah, it only makes sense. Oh, he's so good. He's been so good.
0: In like it. so many ways. Very much into Tobyfer
1: Me too. Ooh, I loved him.
0: Very much into you, Toby.
1: Um, apparently I didn't pick a shittiest, but if I had to guess, I do three, two, one, shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Three, three two, two one. one, Peter. Oh, I was gonna say Garrett, but yeah, Peter. Oh, Peter. No, but Peter. Peter. <laughs> Just like Peter. He
0: might be up to fishy shit, but like I don't like the way he was speaking to Spencer. Yeah. Toby, I get like you got to do what you got to do, but like you're being shitty to your daughter. Right. Not good. Not good. No.
1: Would you rate this more than a five on a cringe? Mm-mm. No. Lower, lower scale? I was thinking scale. like a
0: three. It really was the flashback scene for me.
1: Right? Okay. Which I did pick up on. I mean, like, I didn't particularly think it was a good scene.
0: <laughs> and it's really just the exchange between.
1: Between Allie and Jason. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So we give it like a three. It felt so opera Wow. Okay. Like, yeah. So that's. All right. Three it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to give you the title. So we'll be back recording this new episode on January 4th. We're taking a little hiatus. We'll be, as we'll be back on January 10th. So we're just wishing everyone very happy holidays, happy new year. And we're excited for 2024. I was just talking to my coworkers today. I was like, 2023 needs to end. It's just been, I mean, it's not been my year in so many things. I did get married this year. However, I'm like, so many illnesses and ailments going on with me in my life. So.
0: I hear for health. This for health, not a good year. Not a great year. I, no. I was the most sick I was this year and I broke a rib.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Remember the McRib?
1: <laughs> Remember that?
0: I think my tongue's green. Ew.
1: Ew. Ugh, we had matcha.
0: Yeah, but you know, we're luckily we are alive and we are thankful for everybody. Exactly. Hopefully
1: these colds will right these are just first world problems like no one needs to have them or nothing else to worry about right. we are <laughs> like, very grateful and very thankful grateful for you guys but we are excited for the new year yeah very Great. excited thanks yeah. to come all right so episode eight of season two is titled save the date and my secret i've got a secret, secret. Is that Arya and Spencer sneak into the morgue to find the murder weapon details? Save the date, and it's called Save the Date. Huh? A Save the Date has gone out, not the morgue. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, <laughs> not to nothing <gasps> to do with the morgue. Yeah. Tom, G- Save the Date, sure does.
0: Has gone out, sure it does. I think Hannah will get it, and Ashley, like it's sent to Hannah. Ashley will get it. Yeah. And Tom's going to have to figure out what he's going to do about that situation. He's not going to call it off. Very good. Yeah. that's that's, (laughs) Very, very good. That is where I'm going with that. (laughs) Sneaking into the morgue for the murder weapon. I feel like even though we can't trust Garrett, maybe we can use him. Yeah. And still use his resources. Mike, do we go back to Mike or is Mike done? In terms of
1: all of this. um, Like he's just moody next week, but we don't really go into like anything specifically w- with him. Like his parents are just like, what's up with you? And he's like, bye. Yeah. He's just moody. He's just a moody teen that doesn't want to get into shit.
0: Okay. And then I think we're going to have more Jason and Aria talking on the side. And also the girls continuing being like mostly Spencer. Like you can't trust
1: him. I don't know why. Even giving him a time of day. Right. Um, what do you think? I know it's just Peter is shady, but now we have like a couple of things that we think we know about him. But well, what do you think this means for like the bigger picture? If anything. I still think
0: Peter helped them out in some way in the past. They owe him. They owe him. And Jason wasn't supposed to come back especially Ooh. especially by the house back and now we're living so close right he's
1: living next door again yeah so
0: so i think that definitely he's tied in with that and helped what's ali's mom's name jessica. jessica i was gonna say that i was like hmm. <laughs> and that's why those two are at like wit's end yeah we go back to emily and this soreness we do Yes, we do. Are we going into like a pain addiction storyline with pills?
1: Why not? Let's sprinkle it Why on. not? I mean, that's Why a very not? typical teen drama story. Why line.
0: not? Let's do that so she can like make her numbers for the team. And I'm saying that like, I have no idea how that works, but like, let's yeah make time. When does Paige come back? <laughs> Did she come back season two?
1: I don't remember. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I'm just curious. I don't so, know like- yet. She, she comes back. She comes back and like she stays for like a while. Okay. But I don't remember when. <laughs> I, I think we have to like see out this Samara business. And Quinn. And Quinn. So hopeful for and, Quinn. You know, before she comes back. Yeah. If I had to predict, I don't remember.
0: Yeah. So I think we're going to see more of like rubbing, ointment, pain med, and then we're going to go into pills. Okay okay i'm excited
1: all right me too and we'll be back shortly enjoy your break guys. enjoy your break yeah. happy healthy and just happy new year to all of our listeners Woo-hoo! see ya what it, what it be <laughs> <laughs> just kidding love you <laughs>
0: thank you so much for listening to we are liars a pretty little liars podcast You can email us at weareliarspod at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to
1: Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Alyssa Tenio and Michelle Rubenstein. Music by Anthony Vacora.